Welcome to the Social Fishing Podcast. My name is Reese Creed. I'm a passionate angler and I want to share as much as I can about the sport we all love. On this podcast, we speak to incredible anglers, sharing a wealth of priceless knowledge, all to help you reach your fishing dreams. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's begin. Welcome to the third episode of the Social Fishing Podcast, and in today's episode, I sit down with Talis Cottrell and have a chat. Now, just like Chris, Talis is going to be a co-host of future episodes of the podcast as well. But in this episode, I wanted to interview Talis so you could get to know him a little better. Now, it was great to sit down with Tal and have a chat about fishing and how it has been a part of his entire life, starting with his childhood all the way through till now. Now, he has been a part of the social fishing team for three years now, and he is only 18. He is young, but he has achieved more than most anglers do in their lifetime, and he really knows his stuff. Now, what we talked about in this episode was how how fishing started for him and why it is such a big part of his life, uh, what he did to become such a good angler he is today and how you can do the same you know, and have sponsors and write for some of the biggest names in the industry. He's only 18 and he's achieved that already and much more. Now, and we also talk about his favorite styles of fishing and his best catch to date and how it all went down. We actually talk about quite a few experiences that he's had because he has traveled a bit He's caught incredible fish, and we talk about many of those experiences and what actually led to catching the fish. So you should learn quite a lot in this episode. Now, there is so much to learn from Talos at only 18. He has so far to go, and having fished with Talos for years now, I can tell you that I haven't met such an excited and, and passionate kid when it comes to fishing. Well, he's not a kid anymore. was when, he, when I first met him, but uh, he is growing up very quickly. But what I love is how much he tests himself, how he pushes the boundaries, and how he puts in the hard work, and he deserves every catch he gets because he really works hard for it. And that's what fishing is about a lot of the time. It's about putting in the hard yards. Now, before we get into this episode, I want to say a big thank you to today's sponsor, which is Ignite Lures. Now, you probably already know about Ignite Lures because I love these lures and use them all of the time, especially when it comes to chasing big cotton dams. Ignite make the Cod Fury 220mm, which is designed specifically for chasing giant Murray Cod. They can be both cast and trolled. But I much prefer to cast them along the flats in winter and on rocky banks. And they even come with a BKK 2.0 treble and a lead weight. And they can be fished as a line through straight out of the packet. What I love about Ignite is they are designed in Australia, unlike many of the other big plastics and swim baits, which are designed for the American and European market and they're just brought over into the country. Ignite actually are designed their lures for cod in mind. Now, you can learn more about Ignite at ignitelures.com.au. Jump on their website to check out more features about the Cod Fury 220mm. And also, keep an eye out because they have more models coming very soon. So, a massive thank you to Ignite for sponsoring this episode. And without further ado, let's have a chat with the one and the only Talis Cottrell. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited because... Have a good mate of mine, Talis Cottrell with me. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, good mate. How are you? Very keen. Um, Very keen. Now, Tal, it's going to be exciting because you are going to co-host future episodes 
of the Social Fishing Podcast with me. Um, but this one is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to talk to you and we're going to sort of share with our listeners a little bit about yourself because you've come a long way, you know a lot, and I know they're keen to know a bit more about you because with the stuff we do with the, the site, we don't really talk about ourselves much, eh? We kind of just... Nah, definitely. Nah. We just teaching and we're talking about it's stuff. Definitely, so yeah, yeah. This is going to be, um, these are going to be really exciting. So future ones we're going to co-host together, but this one people are going to find out a little bit about you. So the awesome. first myth we want to touch on because in the episode prior to this, I had Chris on. <laughs> now Chris Cottrell and Tales Cottrell. So, you, you <laughs> no. so t- explain, uh, is there any relation? No relation, thank God. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit weird. They're yeah. in the same area, yeah. really, you know, 100 k's from each other, mm. both a part of the team and everyone just thought, yeah, he's, yeah. he's got to be He's got to be related. Yeah. But no, the man, no... I think, times Chris reckons people come to the shop and say, you know, your son caught this fish and Chris just goes along with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but... I'm going to say something. I reckon there's no relation at all, but when it comes to fishing, you two are very similar. <laughs> you do quite a lot the same. So it's, it's very enough. funny. So um, first of all, what I want to touch on is you've only been, well, you're not only, but you've been fishing at stack in just a few amount of years, right? Yep. What is your earliest memory of fishing? Because you've grown up in the country. Yep. Grown up do around you, this area, yep. Do you have a really fond uh, memory? Or oh, just, just, it's just been my whole life ever since I was... Like my old man when I was born was into it already, yeah. So it's just it's just been a part of my life forever, really. So you didn't discover yourself. You went through your old man. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, he's just as keen as me. So it's just been like that forever. But obviously, the way I've been fishing changed, and yeah, yeah. Evolved. When I was yeah, definitely. When when I was younger, it was a lot different to what it is now. And even me and dad fish a lot differently now. And but we still both enjoy it just as much. So. Yeah, so what what did you do when you were young yep. with your old man? Yep. What did you used to do? What was uh, the technique? What did you take well, out? We used to catch a lot of fish, like probably more than I do now. Uh, a lot of bait fishing, but still still don't hate to lure fishing. It was just sort of whatever you can catch. So what, do you, think, what do you think you caught more back then? Because of the bait? Uh, prob- yeah, probably a little bit, but back then was, yeah, a bit, a bit different. There was a lot more fish getting about, I think, and a lot less pressure and stuff like that, but... And yeah. yeah, so you're saying that with a lot of angles, learning and figuring out what Definitely, to do. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I just remember back in the day, there was some obsessions that you wouldn't even think would happen now, like days in blaring, 100 plus redfin easily, you yeah. know, bait fishing overnight, five cod, you know, w- w- wouldn't be wouldn't be rare. Yeah, right. So it was just sort of, I, I guess the thing is dad knew what he was doing and he still does, like he still outfishes me as it is with, with the bait. But, um, but he doesn't just use bait like a normal bait. No, Fish definitely out. not. No, he um, he, he, like I've never never used bait in the river ever. Um, but he's always been lure in the river because he, he enjoys that. But in blaring, say he yeah uses bait. Um, but yeah, like you said, uses a bit different to most people. So explain how you use it because when you first told me this, mm. I was like, wow, that's really clever. Because the one statement you, you you said to me that I really remember is your dad will use the technique that will get the results exactly regardless. Yep. Yep. Lure or bait doesn't matter. It's the technique in that situation that will yep. catch him the most fish. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's like the river. In the river, he thinks cast spinbaits and hard bodies will catch the most fish, and it does. Um, so he uses that. But then when it comes to the dam, he'll, you know, change his tactics just so he can sort of yeah, fill the bag, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what does he? So I want to touch on that. The technique he uses for the yellows in blaring mm-hmm. yep. with bait. Can it's you go definitely that? his favourite technique, and that's hopping yabbies. So he's basically fishing like lure fishing, but, but using, using yabby. a real yabby. Yes. 
He so, probably won't like me telling people that, but he'll be right. <laughs> so it's like, because he, he says he out, he outfishes you like 10 Yeah, miles. without a doubt. I've seen him catch, even meter cod doing it. Yeah, uh, In spring, just hopping yabbies, you know, he'll get 10, I'll get two ones at X blades. Like, it's pretty amazing how good it works. And do you reckon it's because it's exactly what they eat by the sight of the fish, or do you reckon it's the smell? Oh, a bit of both, I'd say, definitely. Because the yellows sit there and look, they look at you. Mm, definitely, that time of year especially, yeah. Because when you're hopping mm. like a ZX blade, they come right up to it and mm. look at it. Mm -hmm. And obviously if it smells and looks right and it's crawling. Yeah, that's right. Yep. They suck it yeah, in. Yeah, I can imagine that when the yellows are like that, they're a bit finicky. And that's why, yeah, you sort of need to sometimes just shake it in their face. And with that re realistic look of the yabby, I guess it just just gets the bites. Yeah, mm. that's so cool. So, so you've grown up, you've done that style of fishing with your old man. You've grown you've, the whole way up. Definitely, yep. Your backyard was blaring. Uh, I'd say so, yeah, definitely, yep. Fish um, there quite a lot? Yep, I'd say so, yep. And yeah, we done, you know, just trips in spring and um, in summer with, you know, family, friends and, you know, all different sorts of stuff. But yeah, blaring definitely. Love and it. why, so fishing, so obviously it's with your old man, it was in your blood, yep. but why you did you keep doing it? Because, you know, you could have, like your brother. Yes, exactly. Bugger all yeah, fishing. definitely. Um, like I don't know, it's sort of... Father. It was all just normal, you know, I'd, I'd liked it, like I liked doing it, it was just a part of life, sort of just liked doing it, but then it was sort of when I would have been 13, 14 and really started to, you know, start lure fishing and there was just a time um, where I, yeah, just, it just clicked and I knew that this was what I really liked and me and Dad started clicking and just fishing heaps together and we just, yeah, just ever since loved it. So is there one thing you can keep down to, like one... Is it the, because like, if, if I was to ask the question, mm. I love the unknown of fishing. Yep. Like just have yes. no idea and uh, yep, push yep, your yep. limits. Like yep. is there a thing that really draws you to it? I, th I would say it's the challenge, I reckon. Yeah. That's what it's been the whole time. If, if I do one thing and it, and it works, I want to do the next thing. It's just like, it's, it's just kept growing ever since I've, each year I just keep wanting to just, you know, get the bigger fish or try this new technique, try fly fishing, try service fishing like it just keeps growing like and it's the thrill of yeah you know, like like it started off at bait fishing and even it, i would say it's probably a bad way to put it but it was a bit got a bit easy sort of thing yep. you know we'd go out every yep. trip and catch so many fish and then you know it just wasn't challenging enough and yep. then you know kept going a lot of lure fishing they hit harder it was more of a challenge we might go out the river catch two fish and i just seem to enjoy that style more so I you think. prefer to catch less, but test your skills. Without a doubt, that's what it's like at the moment. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, yeah, one fish for a trip, and I'm happy. Yeah. Just as long as it's a challenge and it, it's, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. So you're not going to go. You're going to go fishless, trip after trip after trip, trying yes. a specific lure fishing technique, then go. Let's go bait fish. Like you wouldn't I'm, do that. No, not at all. That's where so it makes me and Dad sort of split ways. He's not. He's not for the big hours. He's catching the fish. Where I'm, you know, I don't know why, but. Just love the love the challenge. Because you'll go camping with your old man. You'll yep. go up to somewhere like Burrinjack Definitely. or whatever. Yep. You'll camp. You'll fish the afternoon. Yep. Fish hard with lures, both of you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then come back to camp. You're keen to just lay in swag and sleep, but your old man will throw out a bait. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And he'll yep. get up. And yeah, and it doesn't worry me at all. Like I'm all for it. Like, yeah. I, I like watching him do it. It's not for me at the moment because I'm, you know, I'm just I don't get any excitement out of it really. Where he sort of does, but um, catching, you know, a cod on bait overnight just doesn't really get me excited so there's really no point doing it yeah and that's where that's where i guess lure fishing sort of come into the way we all lure fish like why we lure fish because it's a challenge and 
that's why we do it. Mm, because definitely. If if bait's going to outfish it, and it was just about the fish, yes. not the whole experience. Yes, you just exactly. Bait fish. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So you're obviously testing yourself. Yep. You're, you're trying new things, trying yeah. to trick the fish into eating, and the hit is you just don't get. That's right. Yeah. Bait. No, that's right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just how it's worked out. So let's uh, let's. So you've you've done fishing your whole life, and then you've grown up blaring, mm-hmm. and then. Like you were only, I think, what, how old were you when you started speaking to Chris? So that was your first contact with yeah, the group, yes. the social fishing uh, team. It would have been, it was 15. the year of that. Oh, how old was I? Oh, yeah, 15, 2016 it was. 2016. Yes, that uh, early winter. Yep. So when when you, were starting to, you guys were starting to catch fish. Big fish in. And I was keen on trying it. <laughs> and that's pretty much why I messaged Chris, yeah. Yeah, so you, you, you'd you lure fish, like, because you'd only, go back three years before that, you're only 12. Like, you're only. Young. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So you kind of learnt a lot with your old man lure fish from, you know, what, 10 to 15. You'll learn yep. a lot. And then you're like, yeah, this is for me. Yes, yes. And then on that year of 2016, 2015, you know, sort of had a real, few real good trips on the lures and just really started to get into it, yeah, around that time. And then obviously it went from there. And, and how old are you now? I turned 18 in May. 18, you yep. achieved a lot through 18. Yeah, yeah. Not so, so we we went, the first we met was uh, Chris talked to you quite a bit and he yep. said, he messaged and, me and said, well, explain. Yeah, uh, yeah, we talked quite a bit. I'd met, seen him a few times in the store and met, yep. met him there and, he, and he, we, we seemed to get on pretty well. Um, and then, yeah, I remember that night uh, he sent me a message. We only been talking, no, actually, go to the, go to the meadery first. Um, Which one? He'd only been talking to me for about two or three weeks. Yeah. And then he told he told me what to sort of what what to do, what to do, how, you know, go out there and do this. So you were keen on learning. And yes, and that's what me and Chris talked about a lot. Asked him for yep. advice. And so me and Chris were talking, and then he because he obviously caught one, one one good one that year. Um, the first trip I done up there, my uh, and Dad fished the Arvo and a bit a little bit into the night uh, for no fish, and then. Uh, the next morning, we woke up and I got a 92 second cast yep. on a tiny plastic. Remember that? That wouldn't even catch a fish these days. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that was the 92. That was crazy. And then two weeks later, still hadn't talked to you. Um, nah. Caught. Uh, I was with Chris. You were with morning. Chris, yes. Yep. And I rang Chris. And yeah, just being my first meter at 122. That was a On a plastic, yeah. That was an absolute cracker. You wrote the story about that yep, fish. Yep, that's right. And it went pretty much, pretty much went from there. Um, I remember the night Chris messaged me and said that you, he was talking to you about it and yep. said that he would like to, you know, to do some writing and stuff like that. And I was, yeah, I was very excited back then. That's yeah. the go. Was, that's the go. I was pumped. Well, he said that, like, because Chris said a whole heap of people message him all the time and we get his people messages all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's right. He said, yeah. this kid is keen. Like, he is so Yeah, I, I keen. don't know why why I stood out to anyone else. No. Really. Like, I hadn't been, I hadn't caught a, a ton of fish. Like, I'd had a few, you know, good sessions over the past few years, but nothing too amazing. But Yeah, he just said you were super keen. Yeah. And then... Yep. He was talking about even before he caught the meter. He showed yeah, me the right ninety two the yep. day he caught the ninety two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, here's the photo. This kid just caught a nice cod. Okay, you know. Yeah. And then, and then he said you were keen to write and get into yep. it more and yep. learn more. So yep. we were doing a film session for spotters at Junimar. We were, yeah. We should have done it at Blaring. I, <laughs> yeah, Chris, yes. Chris is, yep. happens to listen to yep. this. Yep. I regret right. going on Junimar. Yep. But we went to Junimar to film some trout stuff off the bank land base. We were with Jack. Jack we were with Jack. Yep. You jumped in the car, and I don't think you said a word like the whole car ride out there. I imagine you were yeah. pretty nervous. Yeah, I guess I was. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and then 
like after I remember saying to Chris, oh, this kid's pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah. So we we did the thing at Junimar. Uh, yep. We f- we filmed what we needed to film. Um, that was your first introduction to us, and then. Did you, it was the first trip, I, I finally come around and said, I'll take you on a session at Blair. That's right, yep. Was that, was that that trip? I'm looking at it the wall. It was that trip. I'm actually looking yeah. at the wall in my room. It was and that I've got, trip, yeah. I've got meteries all blown up on canvases, <laughs> so I've just pointed to yep. the 110 that we caught. Here it is, the date's on it, the 27th of August, 2016. Yep. Was that yes, trip? Yes, that was the first trip we went on, yep. Because so, I think from that Junima trip, then we started talking on Messenger and that, um, yeah, just about different things and started to know each other a bit more and then obviously we yeah went to our first trip and that was it yeah and do you remember the trip oh 100 yeah what so, it was tell, so tell the story what was uh, what we fished the night a bit back then it wasn't night fishing wasn't huge for us remember um we fished we pretty much um fished the arvo and then went into service fishing for the full night uh reach got two buffs by a pretty average size cod that's uh, right but and one prior was to, a, prior to that we heard one buff over in the reeds. We did, yep. There was a boat, it, yeah. There was. Up, that's right. Not yep, far from it, yep. and a massive cod hit something yep, in the reeds. Yep, I remember that. And then yeah, later on that night we got one buff and then the one right of the boat, and I was same fish. Yeah, remember yes, we floated. Yeah, yeah. So and what then, happened yeah. was I had this buff at like a full cast distance. I yep. killed the electric motor mm. to not spook mm. it because we're in shallow. Mm. I put like five more casts over it, and we drifted over to the stump. Yep. And it boofed it beside the boat, yep. and you were like, oh, "Wow!" I was shaking. I'd never. Oh, that was my first boof I ever heard, and I was, yeah, it was crazy. I was, was shaking like I'd never had it ever before. Yeah. And then we got up, and it was like, remember the ice on the boat? Yeah, that was freezing that morning, wasn't it? Mm. Yep. And mm. then what happened for us? We fished hard. We fished pretty hard, yeah, that morning. Not a was, touch. No, not a touch, and then. Yeah, you decided to fish a bit of a steeper bank. and Well, then, then because it, it was the last weekend of cod was, season, because yep. yep. that was back before mm-hmm. it opened, mm-hmm. we fished, actually, we were in a few nice early morning lights, like on the shallow grassy banks, and there was nothing. That's right, yep. And then we thought, ah, oh, well, we've got nothing else on today. Yep. We may as well just have a cast. You know when yep. you go into that, it was like we were in that autopilot mode and we weren't was. even thinking. Yeah, yeah. We went around and we were fishing um, in Yoldi. Along a steep yep, bank yep. in Yoldi, up the other side there, on the other side, yep. And we were autopilot, just casting. It was glass. Yep, and we we're just talking away. Remember, casting yeah. the steep bank yeah, for a yep. good hour. You yep. snagged up on a twiggy tree. Yep. And we were trying to unsnag it, and we co- you couldn't snap the line because we couldn't oh, get it off. Was that, that trip? Pulling yeah. up the <laughs> yeah, tree. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And then we kept casting for another twenty minutes, and yep. he jammed it in about seven meters of water. Mm-hmm. And since then, I found out there's actually a giant log that runs. Yeah, right, right in that spot, yeah. and would have yep. nailed the cast, and you yep. just come off and would have grabbed it. Yep, the fury. Ah, that, was, that was really cool in the clear water. And you it doesn't happen off. Took a cracker of a photo. Yeah, too. it was good. So yeah, it was a good first trip anyway. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So that got you. That got you real. Oh, definitely did. For yeah. the next winner. Yes, definitely. So that was that's sort of how you come back, and then from there you just have messaged that many people, learnt so much from so many other anglers. You fished yeah. with so many different yeah, anglers. Yeah, uh, that's one of my favourite things about fishing, meeting new people. Yeah, definitely. So how do you so how do you go about that? Like you uh, you fish with more people than I have, <laughs> so you're just keen um, to chat with other yeah, like definitely. Anglers, I don't know. Hey? Yeah, it's worked out. I just I just like talking, and I like talking fishing about with different people and Sharing I've stuff. got a lot of mates around my area that uh, even haven't really been into it but then have seen my fish and want to be into it. Uh, Jack's a good example of that, wasn't really into it that much and now... Oh, so he wasn't into it that much? Not really. Flano. Uh, no, not really. And now he's 
yeah, my my fishing partner, um, and even other blokes in tournament now, like young, younger people. It's just I just like teaching people and yeah, just talking fishing and fishing with different people. It's good yeah. fun and just learning really. Yeah, mm. that's what I was gonna say. Mm. So you learn a lot from other. I, I have with uh, yeah, people I fish with. Yeah, definitely. Because everyone does everything different, eh? They do, yeah, definitely. You fish different to how I fish, playing. We had yeah, yep. Other people you've been with? Yep, definitely, yep. You went with a fella last spring, you got that metery. Yeah, Benny, Benny Coombs, yep. And you uh, learned from heaps from him. Yeah, definitely, he was good. Yeah, he's um, caught a, he's from he's from the coast, but he's yeah, caught a lot of good cod. And had he fished Blaren before? A uh, f- few times, yes. But and was, you were in his boat, so was he going off what you were saying? Um, or was it kind of you both sort of like... Uh, that was his first time fishing spring, I think. So I was sort of speaking a few spots that I knew would produce. and Yep. Yeah, and I'm getting the meter that night, so it was good. Yeah, and then even with like the sounder, because it was prior to when we had the True. downside. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah, he had a, a Lawrence nine-inch hook two, maybe. Yeah. And yeah, it was cool. It was the first time I ever had an experience with a sound like that. So he was showing me a few things, a few things about that. Now we both have Lawrence, so. And then once mm. now that once we got our sound like a mm. big ones, yes, straight yep. away you're like, oh, we know that's a meter cod. Yeah, definitely, cause, because yeah, you learned it from yeah, someone from else. Randy, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, so is there one thing you can, not to put you on the spot, but is there one thing you can take away from any of, this is going to be a hard question to answer, <laughs> any of the people you've met where there's something that really stood out, like a technique that someone does or something that you're like, wow, and then... Oh, if I've learned anything, it'd be off you. It'd be probably, I don't know, casting the dark at blaring. Off you, probably. So, you, well, you've taught me most things I know, so... <laughs> no, you've, you've learned a lot. Like, the way you fish now... Yeah, true. I've, yeah, but you've adapted what you've learned from me. So, that's yeah, how you learn yep. anything. I learned from people. Like, I went yeah, with yeah, Jamie right. Forbes. That's right, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's how every, everyone is good at what they do. And then you slowly tweak it a bit. Like, the way you fish surface... Yeah, yep. Did, is that just the, the evolution of how you've decided to fish surface because yeah. of what you know? or did Probably, you learn? yeah. It's like you, you learn off people, you also learn off experiences. Like, if I catch a fish this certain way, I'm not going to stop doing it. Yeah, that's right. Um, so there's been times where, if you're talking about surface, yeah, I've, you know, wound them slow and paused it and it's worked and, yeah. yeah. So what's you your, know, what is that. your favourite style? What is your favourite style? I know oh, it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. What is your, one of your favourite styles um, of fishing? With it, Catching a big cod in blaring is the best. Yep, it's the it's, holy grail. Yes, definitely, without a doubt. So but uh, it's hard to beat a good session on the river. Yeah, it's, I knew you were going to say yeah, that. Nah. I knew that was your yeah, answer. Definitely, yeah. I feel the same about it too because mm. do, you, do you agree that the style of fishing for the big cod in the dams is the actual act of what you're doing isn't as fun, nowhere near no, as fun no, as the river? But, but the when, fish, yes. the feeling you get from that hooking up. Five minutes is. You don't get that from no, a real fish. No. You definitely don't. So it's kind of it's, yeah. ca- it's mm. kind of good you've got the mix though. Like you've oh, got the definitely. options. Oh, we're in a good spot, aren't we? Definitely. Yeah, really mm. good spot. Mm. So what? Okay, so we're talking big cod in dams. Yep. What's your favourite way to get them? What's your oh, favourite way to approach? What What is? Oh, the best way or my favourite? Give me both. The uh, The best way is just yeah, cast some plastics, chatterbaits. If you want to catch a cod, that's what I'll be saying. Where Where are we casting? Uh, in wind, if you want to catch a big cod, you cast in pretty shallow. Um, yeah, using chatterbaits, plastics at night. Yeah. Your most and, favourite way to get them? Oh, big surface buff in Blair. Yeah, it's pretty I good. Yeah, I've had a few of them. 
yeah, over the past few years, and they they're always good. Yeah, what's your, shame I missed that one. Yeah, what's your biggest? <laughs> what's that? Oh, just the one I missed about four weeks ago. You were pretty mm, cut, on that one cut on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you calling me and telling yeah, me. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. You told me that in the back, and then <laughs> Flano was just stopped whining because yeah. he knew it was going to happen. Gonna happen so, what, explain what happened. Smash. What happened? Set the scene for people. What, oh, it was one what, of them. What happened? What technique you use? Why did you I use it? I was casting a mono rattlesnake in the back of a bay, and it was dead calm. Uh, actually, the plan was the whole night to not even fish surface because it was only my third trip for the year, maybe. And we got up there, and I just had this weird feeling that there was something was going to happen. And yeah, it was right at the back of the bay, just fired a massive cast. And Flano said, "I'm just going to stop, stop winding." And then just boom, out of nowhere, had him on for about three seconds and dropped him. So why? <laughs> so you fish, you were fishing subsurface beforehand. Why, yeah. Why did you change the surface? Oh, As an angler, why? What happened? It just felt. I've had fish like that before, where I've been casting surface and. It just feels like it's going to happen. So is it because of where you were, like the back yes, of the bay? Yes, back of the bay. Key spots back of the bay. It was, it was, yeah, just that perfect sort of time. And it just felt like it was going to happen. So oh, what do you reckon the lure landed in? How deep? Uh, it was, like, I reckon I got hit in about three. And I knew there was timber up there as well because I'd gone around this area a fair bit. So yep. I knew that it was a likely spot for sure with the water rising up the back of that bay. Yep. And yeah. grabbed it, and then when you get a surface hit, you don't try, like you try not to strike, you no, just try you and let them waste yes. it, and you felt weight. I done, yeah, I've done it perfectly, I didn't, didn't do anything wrong, it just, just must have been how you was hooked. It didn't stick. Nah, it didn't. Nah. So a lot of the surface hits, they kind of hook on the outside of the face, or mm, they only just yes. pin them? Yes, yeah. And then they can just pull it Yeah, out. they can, it's alright though. <laughs> it's alright <laughs> So he's cut, he's sitting here. Nah, I'm, like, oh, nah, I'm over it now, but... But it yeah. won't be the last one, that's for sure. No, that's right. It keeps you going. It keeps you going. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. So tell me your and explain. I want to. I want to hear the yeah, story yeah. of your best. I know it's gonna be hard because there's a lot of moments you've had. Oh, but what is your yeah, no, it's pretty best actually. best fishing moment experience, start to finish? Tell me the whole story. I think you might know what it is. Yeah. yeah. So set the scene from the very like. Explain to people what happened. Yep. Um, and when. Yeah, it was it's my biggest cod I've ever caught. It was an early season trip in twenty oh what year was it, twenty seventeen? Yep. Yep, twenty seventeen. Not much expectations, me and Reese, but like we I don't think we'd fish that early in winter ever before. Probably not. Was it mid May? Early May? End of May. End of May. End of May, yep. And it was sorta of, We just wanted to get up and Yeah, we, give we, it a look. we we were keen to, you know, have a bit of a look about and we got up there Blaring. Yep, in the dark, top end and yeah, it, it felt pretty good, and it was yeah, no expectations at all. We weren't expecting nothing that early on in the season, and what did we, never... we got there. We didn't start. It was after dark, just after yep, dark. Yeah, just after dark we got started there. Started at like six thirty. Yeah, it was pretty windy when we got there. Remember, we went out the other side yep. to our favourite bay. Six thirty. Yep. And then we started just working, eh? Because it's like yeah, methodical yeah. in the day. Yeah, it was. Yep. Pick your and spot. It was just, mm. And explain to people. It's a, do you get the, you get this feeling of you're on a roll, like yeah, definitely. in the dam? It sometimes takes a bit. Exactly. Explain yeah. that. Explain it, what I'm talking about. It, it happens a lot to me. Like I can just be fish, fishing. I pull up to a spot, start fishing, and I just say, nah, but we're moving because it just doesn't feel right. Yes. Just, if, but if it feels right, you, you, you just got to keep trying to get on that rhythm. Sometimes getting there in the dark, sometimes it's hard to get in the rhythm. Like it takes a good half an hour just to start, you know, getting your your motor right and getting your cast right and then but once you get in that role that's when the results will come i think yeah so what yeah it's it's, it's weird to explain 
But like when you say to someone like I'll talk and, and me and my wife, she'll be like, why did you get up at four? You caught the fish at eight in the morning yeah. and you're always catching yeah. them at seven or eight. Yeah, true. But I'm like, you can't just get up there, cast at eight yes, and catch it. Yes, that's right. Because yep. it was the three hours before that mm, that yeah. you yep. need to get through that period where yeah, you get yep. on the roll, you got to get working. And that's yep. what happened this night. Yeah, it was a bit like that. 6.30 and I reckon it was an hour. It took us a while to get on that rhythm of like 45 minutes Mm. and then we were in the zone. We're like, yeah, this feels good, eh? Because we were just casting, no snags, your lure's in the right depth, the boat's in the right spot. Mm -hmm. So we were in, what were we in, five metres? And we worked along this big grassy bank. Yep. And it was just, it's glass, eh? It was. It was when after it was glass when it happened. Earlier it was windy. Yes, that's right. Yep. And it was glass. Yep. And it was a new moon. It was zero. Yep. Like full on, fully dark, fully calm, just very, very mellow. And we weren't expecting anything, so we were having a good night. Wasn't that? No, no, it was good. Yep. And And yeah, never felt anything like it really. (laughs) I don't think I ever will. It was, it was one of them hits. Mm. So, like, what? Uh, The thing is. Why it probably felt so good is it was, it was of course, it was close to the boat. Uh, I just sort of half finished my retrieve, it was on the bottom and started winding up and just got destroyed, like, yeah, nearly ripped right out of my arm. It was hard. Because when they, sometimes in Blair, like in any impoundment, cod, they just eat and because they've got no structure to run to, they just sit there. Yeah, definitely. And then you strike yeah. and your rod's up high yes. and you're trying to pick up slack. Yeah. I feel like the war- the rod like loaded and smashed into the water yep. and you couldn't even There lift. was no, no, no. No strike. It was just, boom, straight down. Just, I remember. Gone. Yeah. I know it was dark, but I remember. Yeah, that. it was, it was crazy, but still, got, still give up pretty quick though, didn't it? Yeah, but it took a big run. Big to start run with hit a bit of twiggy tree, didn't it? Yep, yeah. So halfway through you, trying to get him in. Yeah, I felt it rubbing. Mm. Rubbed on some twigs, yes, so you just did. had to keep yep. pumping. Yeah. But I think the twig, it was just a single little twiggy tree, so he must have just come around the side yeah, of it properly. Luckily. Yeah, it wasn't nothing major, I don't think, no. And you're pumping in this big fish, and we knew it was big. Yes. You caught a 122, so yes. we weren't, you didn't think it was bigger. No, not really, no. We didn't. We, we definitely were not thing. calling that big, no. But. And then it hit the net, and yeah. we were like, yes. Yeah. We, like, we're, like we, we still didn't think it was, it was that big, no. Though. definitely not. And then... And, and went I'll, I'll add that there was only a minute for that. Like, yeah, that's another thing I should add. Of all the meters I've caught in blaring, I don't reckon any fight's been over two minutes. <laughs> so that's just another thing that we can talk about. That. And I'd say exactly the same. Yeah, mm. I've had one, my very first one, mm. fought for a bit harder. But yeah, but that was in summer, wasn't it? That was in summer. Yeah, that's right. And you know people who um, went yeah, I've got to make uh, fights. Two weekends ago, caught. Uh, a fish around that size, and it was a twenty-minute fight at least. Who was that? Was Clint? Yep, Clint. Yeah. So Clint, you got a one twenty-nine. One twenty-nine. Yep. And it was a solid fight. Twenty some twenty. I think at least twenty minutes it was. Yeah. Wow. Couldn't even get off the bottom, but ours fish for nothing like that, especially mine. No. That's weird, isn't it? It might be just when they're on the flats, they're a bit, a bit dopier. So and we've caught most of ours in yeah, really in shallow, shallow. Yeah, that's, and that's on another the thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, going back to that fish, we got him in and. We went to lift him in. Yeah. We had a big net, we, so his yeah, weight we was supported. Yep. yep. <laughs> we and then and lifted in, and we're like, oh, this thing's actually bigger than we yeah, think. Yep. And then we did lift him in. Yep. Laid him on the mat, and yep. he went, what did he go? 136. And we looked at it at each other and just went, wow. Holy dooly. Yeah. It was massive. Mm, I wish I could go back to that moment. It was, uh, it, it's just such a blur, but it was, yeah. It was incredible. Know, it was a good 10 minutes, yes. 
definitely. And then we you held him up, a couple of quick photos. Yep. And then you he was you didn't lay him back down. You just jumped straight back in the water. Yep. And I, I know uh, right. it's probably a bit you know it's a bit cold and whatever. But I told Tao, you got to get in the water with this oh, fish. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Like you can't you can't keep him out of the water long. Nah. So you laid in the water with him, got yep. a couple more photos in yeah, the water. Yep. Mate, it was a beast. Yeah, it was a big fish. Look, at, oh, I've still looked at them photos all the time. I just think, holy, <laughs> what a fish! It was. Well, it was one of them ones. Yeah. You don't hear of many bigger than that 135 Ooh, mark. Like, 130s are still rare too, like a lot in the 120s. Yep. Yeah, 120s, 136. Yeah, you don't hear that very often now. Nah. Well, that was, remember, that was only 16 at that time, so. Yeah. Second meter. It was, yeah. Wow. And, you know, I hadn't even done many trips, so I was a bit of bit of luck really but and i remember I you know. saying to me that night you're like oh man i don't, I don't even feel like i deserve this like, yeah fish for that long. Uh, i can see why i'd say that but that's, you I, said I, that back then yeah, but yeah. now you probably feel like you deserve it more because <laughs> yeah. you've done that many trips yeah, true. now yeah, and you're true. like well, i'm still doing my hard work now yeah <laughs> so pay for i guess that so fish. yeah i guess so, kind of thing yeah i guess so but oh, i just how fishing works you can't yeah that's right i'm not, not regretting it it was one of them moments that's for sure and i remember once we released it we mm -hmm. were yahooing that loud that later that week a bloke commented on Facebook on the photo and said, yeah, right. was that you guys? We were camped at, I don't know where he was camped, yeah. that was hundreds of metres yeah. away and he could hear us. Yeah, I think that was, I was a bit more speechless, I think. You were yeah, yahooing, I, was I, just, yahooing. I, I couldn't even talk. I was just like shaking my head thinking, what, what just happened? That was big. No, that <laughs> yeah. was crazy. And it hit the fury, eh? The yes, red fin coloured no, old perch. 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 Yeah, the perch. Sorry, yep. Yeah, the perch in the in the the one before the new ignite furies, the yep. FX furies. Yep, FX. Yep. Bloody good lure. Yeah, great lure. Good. Yep. Um, and then the rest of the night we kept fishing, and then we come yep. morning and you're like, yep. oh, I just try to surface because you know this is something I do still. If I so explain if, it. If I ever get a fish early, that's my trip done. I'm happy. Like if yeah, if I get a fish at eight meter at eight o'clock ever. I'll just go straight to surface for the whole night. No matter, no matter the conditions. I'm happy with the fish. I'll, I'll happily go home, sort of thing. But I'll just go straight to surface just because. because I've got nothing to lose, really. And surface fishing. So you're saying that, that having a plastic or a mumbler down deep, you've got more chance than fishing surface. We've better that, yep. But when you've achieved that success for the night, yeah, you're you, happy. Want, yeah. you want to, like, to, the only way to beat that is to get a cracker on yeah, the surface. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so I just sort of thought, oh, well, I've, I've done the done the night session, might as well just throw service for the morning, I've got nothing to lose, I've already got my fish. And? And, yeah, end up getting a 101. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next morning, so. So, we were working the same spot, it yep. was just a little yep. bit further yeah, along. Yeah, it was the exact same back. Real yep. shallow point, yeah, it was really it was shallow a, rocky point. Yeah, good, one of them good mornings on good height. And you cast over the point? Yep. With a paddler, it was yep. a gobsmack, Leviathan 175. yep. Paddling along, and he hit it pretty quick. Like he was he on did, a full yeah. distance yeah, yeah. cast, yeah. and I could not believe it. <laughs> it popped up. It was yeah. just hooked. Yeah, he was. Yep, on Put that back travel. Brand new lure. I stole it off you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what we love doing is retiring them, eh? Yeah, that's happened Any a couple of times now. He's a retired lure, so that, that yeah. perch was retired. Yep, that brand new. And I, you that, borrowed so the yep, gobsmacked that and pinched that off me. Another uh, meter. I paid a hundred. Um, Sixty-five dollars for it and twelve casts retired. <laughs> what was that? Uh, you got uh, Jackal Gantia. Yeah, that twelve casts of hit. It's hanging on the wall at home. Uh, I've got one of Flano's lures retired at home as well. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, last spring, I'm pretty sure that was one of his. Yeah, <laughs> lucky, so, lucky. Yeah. They're not none of most of them are other people's lures. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so 
Um, that was a that was a cracker of a fish. That that the next one. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that just topped off your winter, your whole that year, winter. Yeah. But then it got better. That year, well, you just kept catching did. good fish. Mm. Yeah, it was. I don't think I got up there as much as I have been lately, due to obviously not having a license and um, you know having Worth to rely on other people and stuff like that. Um, but end up getting only two more. I think it was one of them years where fish and shallow all the time if you got a hit it was going to be metery pretty yep. much i remember our average was uh, over a meter, over a meter yep. the whole year and so there was a few small fish in there you like got more was, fish over a meter than under the meter yeah i think i ended up with six hits for the whole year and got four meters <laughs> that was it six, six hits <laughs> six hits you missed two missed two and, and i caught I don't know, four and caught four yeah so you got a and the other one was a 106 and a 112 no nah, 112 and 102 two yeah 102 was with uh Two mates from school, Benny Mal and Benny Pollock, and then the one twelve was with Dad. First light on the game. Yeah, that was a that was a good morning. That was yeah, one of their mornings again. Trout, trout rising. everywhere. The sky was pink. Trout rising. It was just like we're on here, Dad. Casted again here and there, just imitating the trout and bang on. That's right, that's what you that, want. Oh, that's what you want. Yeah. That's awesome. It was cool, definitely. So and then uh, with the one hundred two, that was just for first light. And I'd taken a couple of mates up. They haven't been, they haven't done much cod fishing before, and they done well actually. Like they fished most night with me, I th- and they were a bit tired I think. And they were down the back both eating a few snacks, and I was at the front casting by myself and banged him. And uh, <laughs> I had to tell them I was like, I'm actually on. They like didn't believe me for the first <laughs> part. I had to yell at. I said, I'm actually on. I need you. Yeah, and they got up and yeah, that was a good moment too. That's that was funny. Good. That's good. It's good sharing and experience. Oh, definitely. That. Other love, mates. Yeah, too. like even even new mates. I love taking new people fishing because they. They haven't like seen that before. It's even better when it's their first time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's all about because no, it's we've done it before. But if you can teach show someone, they're like, "Wow, this is incredible!" Yeah, or if they, they can catch their definitely. first cod. Yeah, yeah, Steph, I love love that. Take you know, having a new mate and they haven't done much fishing before. I'll take you out and and sometimes you get more excitement as um, you know seeing another person catch a fish than yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's happened to me multiple times. It's, with, with mates that's yeah. how I feel now too mm, now definitely. that you've achieved quite a bit it's all I, I prefer to take mates out to get them fish like Mitch definitely poor Mitchell yeah <laughs> talk about Mike Mitch, Mitch yeah. Mitch is uh, fish blair and uh, I don't know he's over 100 hours he's done that many trips with me uh, I've seen other people go up and do one trip and catch big fish that's and right, he yeah. has only he's, he finally caught one that was at 76 <laughs> and he still has not cracked another one since and he's done I don't know, yeah. I don't know how many trips yeah. but it's different and the thing is some people actually aren't sure like some people who go fishing don't do the right things and you can see why they're not catching fish True. and then other with people Mitch, it's yeah. like mitchell well, look, and unlucky look, look at jack uh nine trips on his ninth i don't think he'd got a fish he might have got a few hits uh, over nine trips and we're, on, talk, on his we're talking big fish in the dance, yeah we are talking about yeah, yeah, yes yeah sorry um like nine going for big cod and i'd probably caught five or six over that period and on his ninth trip, he got a 98 and a 70-something mm. on the on so the same trip. It all so, comes together. Yeah, definitely. It's just it those hours yeah. and those dams. Yeah, that was, that was cool. That was one of my favourite moments, actually, watching Jack catch that 96. Well, what happened? Uh, uh, I'd already caught two. That, that was one of my um, best blaring trips, that trip. Well, uh, we'd already caught two that same night. And then, yeah, he just caught on a swim bait um, in, in Browns Bay. Early morning, hour before first light. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it smacked him on the drop actually on the swim bait. 
Oh, and awesome. it was he, he was he was he's funny when he catches a big fish. He sort of goes a bit weird, and it was good though. It was good. Well, yeah, we were, we were he very happy. Know what to say, or he's, like, he's a bit like me, yeah, just a bit speechless. <laughs> but I was I was a bit more calm, and he was just like, oh, oh, just. And then once we got in, there was yeah, heaps of me and hugs, and that it was good. That's good. That's awesome. So I want to touch on um, a couple of things. You you learnt quite a bit, and we're talking about cod here, but then. One thing that you learnt everything from, not from me, but from being with us when we did our yep. trip down to Victoria, fly, was fly fishing. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So fly fishing, you'd never, or you'd done a little bit of carp stuff, but you'd never fly fish uh, for trout? No, I haven't, no. Dad's always been into it. Yeah, uh, That's another thing. He loves, loves fly fishing and he has, has for years. He's caught a lot of trout on fly. Sort of never interests me that much. I've I had a cast for Dad's rod that before, but he sort of offered a little bit. He'd sort of been offered a little bit and then... Um, yeah, I guess I got the urge after sort of half getting sick of trout in rivers, to be honest. What um, do you mean? Sick of them? Like trout. on spin? Yes, yes. So, you, so you'd spin fish for them? A lot, yeah. yeah. And then you kind of... It was sort of, yeah, um, that doesn't interest me as much. It's just, like I said earlier, another one of them challenges. Yep, so it's that next on. step. So it yep. would have interested you at the start, spinning for trout. Would have been Definitely, awesome yeah, I loved it, yep. And, and then, then you kind of, it's kind of got just repetitive, so... Yes. And then new challenge, and then we what we did is we went down to film the Trout on Fly, the Complete Guide series with yep. Jimmy, yep. James Norney, yep. down in Victoria, and mm-hmm. you were the one of the cameramen yep. for that with Jack, uh, yep, uh, right. Zahilak, not Flano, no, yep. um, and you at the end of that trip, towards the end of the trip, you were just that keen to have a crack at it. Yeah, that's right, because I was filming that trip. Um, still a good trip though, loved it, but and learn a lot. Then, just oh, definitely, yeah. Watching. No, Jimmy was real good. Yeah, it was, it was a cool trip. I, Love and then you got your one. first trout on fly on that trip? Yeah, it was about as long as my finger, but <laughs> still a trout, I guess. That was cool, though. The way we were fishing for him was cool. What were we doing? Where'd you get that? Uh, was that was in the creek. In the little creek, yes. Yep. So it was, yeah, what do they call a little fe- feeder stream with heaps of little hatchery trout or whatever. they? Little wild uh, ones, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, little wild ones. Um, and, yeah. and just dry fly stuff. Yeah, just heaps of dry fly. The all, 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 Yeah, all sight fishing. And, yeah, me and Jimmy at the end took off about half an hour while you were doing a bit of stuff. And he gave you a little quick yeah, I, I missed like five, <laughs> five or something, but then eventually got one. And then that then, was cool. Then you had the bug because now you've done so much trout on fly. Yeah, you fair went to bit. Tassie. I mean, sorry, not Tassie. NZ. New Zealand. New yeah, Zealand. that was cool. Sorry. Yeah, we talked about that trip for sure. New Zealand. So you went over there. Yep. What'd you learn? What'd you do? Uh, it was a good trip. Family trip. No, uh, no guides for trout. I uh, just sort of thought we'd just take it on ourselves. And yeah, it's a good country. Well, I would go back tomorrow if I could, definitely. And what was the main technique? And what island were you on? Yeah, uh, we started on the south, uh, so, and we went in April, so it was getting a bit cold for the for the dry dry fishing. But when we got there, it was early April, and we did get a fair bit of dry fly fishing in, uh, in rivers like the Matora, um, Eglinton, Tianora, yep. stuff like that. Um, and started off with spin fish, an eight pound. Uh, no, sorry, seven pound brown in twizzle yeah. on spin. Uh, so that pretty much ticked off the spin. Oh, that's all I really wanted from that. And then, yeah, pretty much fly fish the rest of the trip. And got some good. So, so yeah. what was the technique over there? Was was it in? No, it was all it, dry. Or uh, it changed in because obviously we're down the whole country. It changed in each right. each town. Yeah. Uh, sort of just searching up stuff on the internet, talking to a few people. Figuring going, out what the yeah go, do. yeah trying to talk to a few locals at the tackle shops and. Yeah, we ended up having a good trip. Just some really nice Yeah, fish. like, yeah, it was good. Um, 
probably the highlight was a five pound brown, got in this strain that was crystal clear uh, down. It was on the way to, uh, what's it called? I forget, forget the name of the place, but uh, we're going down to this place down the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, got, got a five pound brown and sight fished him on a nymph, so that was cool. Nice. Yeah. So was it just a straight nymph? Like you, just, you just had a nymph on? Or? Uh, no, a dropper. Yeah, dropper. Yeah, dropper. So dry fly and then with about a meter underneath had an had an infant seen him come over with and yeah, he smashed it in the clear water. It was cool. That's a nice fish, I saw that one. And then you mm. went to the salt and chased kingies. Yeah, it was cool. We got a guy for that one. Uh that was probably uh, yeah, out there for one of the highlights definitely. It was probably like, I think it was like the second last day we were there and I was talking to this bloke and I said to mum and dad I'm that keen to try this and we went out for half a day and yeah, got like a eighty centimetre kingfish on the flats on fly. That's awesome. That was bloody awesome, yeah. That's so 20 cool. minute fight. No way. Straight, straight to the backing, on the backing for probably 10 minutes. Way different trout. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, that was so cool. So much different. So, yep, New Zealand's good. One thing, so you've done a lot. So you're only 18, you've been part of our team for three years, you've written yep. articles, Yep. you've fished a ton, you know, so, like you probably know more than most people I know about blaring, like you really know how to fish blaring, you've, yep. you've learned a lot, but one of the things I know you love is the river, right? Yep. So the Bidgee, Murrumbidgee. Yes. Just love catching. I do. Sight, yeah. Well, seeing yellows, yes. cod, yeah. lures. Yeah, that's the best. I just want to quickly talk about an approach. When you when you go to the river, mm-hmm. right, just to explain your approach when fishing the river. And we'll, we'll talk bank walking because you do right. that quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, I do, do, do a bit bank walking. So um, you, where I live, I live pretty close to the river. So it's other options always up for grabs. So like, you mean like, like go just for an afternoon session? Yeah, heaps of Arvo sessions, definitely, yeah. Where you sort of more do your drifts and full days where I, if I've got three hours, I can just go, just go there and, and just fish for the afternoon and bank walk. Yep. Yeah, I like being cool. And so, what's your approach? So, say you head out there for the Arvo. Yep. What are the different techniques you use? Um, like, I know you use three key different lures. Yep, okay. So, you, I know you use your hard bodies, your spinner baits, and your lipless crane baits. Yep. Definitely. So, why would you use one? Why do you use the other? When do you use one? When um, do you use the other? What do you look yeah. for? What structures? What yep. do you do? Um, I like having two rods rigged with both. You have two rods? Yep, usually. Oh, not when I'm bank. Oh, you talk about bank walking. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll have one rod. Um, I reckon I'd fish spinbaits most of the time, walk from the bank, just because they're a bit snagproof and stuff like that. Um, but I sort of more, if we're fishing sort of deeper water, where it's where I fish with the sight fishing, it's more you cast in with spinbait, watch it drop, get it out of there. Cast, watch it drop, get it out of there. But then if the water's more open, you can't see as much. You know, a hard body will cover will cover that water yeah, a right. lot better. But if it's in the middle of the day and I'm just really working the structure, I like a spinnerbait just and get heated hits on the drop using a spinnerbait. So you prefer the spinnerbait because you can see the structure. Yeah, definitely. And yep. you want to let it sink under real yep. tight. Yep. Bang, get the hit. Yep. And then you you drop it in, you slowly wind it out, and if there's nothing, you just rip it out and go yeah, again. Yeah, definitely. Because yep. the water you fish is clear, right? Eh? It is very clear it's in my area. Yeah. Different to a lot of the native water that most people in the country mm, definitely. fish. Definitely. Yes. Yep. So yeah, we're pretty lucky, yeah. yeah. When it's low and clear, it's my favourite time. And it's the fun. Fish, yeah, you, you catch a lot and the, every fish catch is cool. Because like, you see it. You do, yeah. There's nothing better than seeing it. And you seeing learn it. a lot, hey, when you get to see the follows. You, you actually can, learn yeah. a lot. Yes, y- yeah, you can. About the fish. Yeah, you can. Because, you know, you, you'll see how they behave when they follow the lure and you might have done something that spooked them. Yep. 
rather yep. than yep, true. something that made them attack yep. and hit it. Yep. So how do you fish a lipless crankbait in the river? Because they're real snaggy. Yeah, I don't fish them that much. If it's more of a like, if I've caught three fish, I'll just change this for something different. And you're sort of fishing it really close. Yeah, sort of. Feet. Yes, yeah, work it around. Yellows love them. There's a lot of yellows where I fish, so yeah, it's not hard to get a fish on a lipless crankbait if you can keep off the snags. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of more, like if I can say everything, it's, you don't really get snagged that much because you can, the, yeah, you, you really just cast into the holes, the dark holes, and they're there or they're not there. Yeah, so you can see so, what you're casting at. But if you've yeah. got dirtier water, there's, you wouldn't know oh, way. If, no way. If you're fishing deep, dirty water, you wouldn't Spin have a chance. Yeah, no. and, and a lot of time, if I get snagged, I can just walk it anyway. Yeah. Really, like it's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your go to river spinnerbait? Uh, where I fish, probably the 5 8 is it? Yep, five eight ounce mud guts with, st with big, a stinger. Yep, with a stinger. Is that the big one? That's a small one. No, a small one is five eight. No, five eight's the standard one. Oh yeah, three eight. Sorry, three eight. Yeah, yep. Three eight ounce. Yep. It's it's quite small, but you love that for cod yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely doesn't. Oh, it's definitely the, the all rounder for sure. Because you don't miss the hits on the yellows. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's heavy enough to get down there in the in the shallow clear water that I fish, so why not? Yeah, so that's it the, does a job. That's it the three eighth well. of an ounce. Yeah, yeah. And the five yeah, eighth yeah. is the standard one. That yeah, no, they're good. They work just as well. Like, oh, oh, you'd catch fish on them just as good. But. And what's your preference on the blade? Uh, same as you. Fast water willow blade, slow water Colorado. So yeah. usually Colorado. Yeah. Single Colorado is good in the bronze color. Yeah, it does the job. And then favorite go to hard body in the river. Uh, probably the one of the mud eyes, 80 mil. The 80 mils, are, they're good. Um, they're not getting made as much as I would have liked at, at, anymore. Um, but they, they're a bit shallow. So yep. for my area, they're good. Yep. But if I'm fishing a bit deeper stuff in the lower sections, I'll probably go to a cod stalker yep. in the strike force. Um, so your favourite lure, that's interesting that you say that, which I really love, is that your favourite lure changes depending on where you're fishing, even in the definitely. same bit of river. Yeah, definitely. And that's why that's why you catch so many fish. Like, you know there's some anglers that stand out above others mm -hmm. and that will, will produce the results. Mm. It's because they're always going to think about what they're doing. And I love mm. how you've got a favourite lure for one bit, of hunt, like 50 k's downstream, you've yeah. got a different favourite lure. Definitely, I'll change, change lures, change techniques, without a doubt, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Even times a year, it all changes. Like you just got to think about where the fish are going to be, what they're going to be eating, and yeah, you just got you just got to try. Yeah, thinking is a big part of fishing. Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. In the river, for fish especially. Especially in the yeah, river. Yeah, just yeah, you want to try and get it in the right spot at the right time. Yeah. So there's one thing I want you to tell me the story about your meter cod out of the river. Yeah. Can you yeah, tell definitely. the story of how crazy we were to do it? Yeah, it should have been, been caught, really, but it did. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, what was it? Well, the, the river was fishing pretty well um, for that time of year. Yeah. Um, it was warm. I think I might even that week caught a couple in the Arvo, and we were talking, and you were keen, as you hadn't, hadn't fished for a while, I think, and you were just keen to keen to fish, and we might have even had a b bigger trip planned, but then we were going to do something. And then it was a Sunday though, because we Sunday, I yeah, couldn't yeah. fish the Saturday. That's right, yeah. And, you, and then and I didn't get home until two. Yes, and you still wanted to go. And I said, "Well, it's in my backyard. It's up to you." And you said, "Right, I'll come," with the inflatable, <laughs> which is a massive effort. Um, for those that don't know, they take a bit to set up. They're good for a full day. Yeah, but for just like a yeah, three-hour afternoon session. I don't know we're, what we were fishing by three or four. Yeah, three. So we have like four, four hours of light. Four left. hours of light. Yep, and we just set it up, and we're. Reese is an hour and a half from home. 
um, on a summer afternoon. Uh, and then we started fishing and as it kept going and going, it just kept getting worse and worse. And There was nothing happening. We were using spinnerbaits and yeah, nothing. Nah, it just wasn't working. A couple of follows. From yellows? From yellows, and that's not never a good sign. No. Nah. Um, like just, if the yellows aren't chewing, nothing's. No, nah, that's right. If you approach a spot and you get a follow or two follows from yellows, it's like, oh, no, this could be a tough day sort of thing. Or, but it could change on the, on the rest of the day, but I'm, you know what this I mean? This was the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, this was the end of the day, and they, they weren't chewing. chewing. Yeah, especially that time of year, it just wasn't. Wasn't what we thought, and then kept going. End up getting a ready. <laughs> that's right, nice redfin though. Yeah, he wasn't too bad. Yeah, so that sort of was like, okay, we could get a few more here. It could be worth it. Later, got later, kept getting later. No, nothing happened. We got to just before dark, and we got one ready in four hours. And then I tied on a surfacer and I thought we'll cast you did, yeah. just yeah, for that's a little right. bit. Yep. So I cast surface for maybe four minutes, five yep. minutes. Yep. Couple of logs. Yeah. I don't know why I'd picked it up. And right, right. on dark, right on this yeah. big log, you picked up I, surface. Yep, uh, it was just after the rock, so it was two snags down, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah in probably ten minutes before, seven, seven, eight minutes, um, picked it up. Yeah, and then yeah, two snags down. Um, yeah, yeah, it's come out of nowhere. It definitely did. <laughs> working this big stick. So the stick had a big root ball and then it ran down into the water and its sticks came back up out further. Yeah. And we were just sort of yep. casting over the log. Yep. And we were both just like one for one, one yep. for one. And then yep. we were probably like three casts into it each. Yep. And it just engulfed it, didn't it? on this side yeah, of the log, just thankfully. sucked it in big tail slapping. In the inflatable. And yeah. man, oh man. Has, yeah. and I don't realise how light the inflatable is when you've got a mm, big fish pulling yeah, you Yeah, definitely. And remember the rod I was using? Oh. It was like a little yellow rod. It was like the lightest stick I've ever owned for the river. It was light and it was bent in half, that's for sure. And it was dark and the fish was pulling string. Yeah. And we didn't have a net because we were in the inflatable. Yeah. Expecting just a couple of yep, yellows. That's right, yeah. So it was a massive fight and we actually got it all on GoPro and we did a clip filming this fish afterwards. We did, yep. And it's actually all in the bonus part of the Murray it Cod is, on yep. Surface Series. Yeah. So in the Complete Guide, um, if you don't know what the Complete Guide is, it's a tutorial series that we created. Tail was a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And it teaches people how to fish. It's educational content. Yep. And in the Murray Cod in Surface Series, in the very last one, the bonus, it's full of tips and action at the very end of that, because yep. I saved it for the very end. Yep. There is that catch of that fish. And it was a meter on the dot or a meter one? A meter on the dot, yeah. meter on the dot. Yeah. On top water. On top water, in the river, in the section of the river I've fished my whole life, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But water you fish your whole life. And yeah, they're definitely. They're in there, it's, they're it's, just yeah. hard to get. They are. They're, especially this spot, yeah. We, we knew they were there, that's for sure. We, yeah. know, we know there's still more there. Yeah, it's just many. Yeah, they're, they're funny, the old river meteries, they're there, but they're... They're tough. They're very, they're smart. They're smarter than a lot of fish in around this area, that's for sure. Yeah. They'd be the, yeah, that's why they're obviously high on your list because they're Ooh, that yeah. next step. Yeah, and and it's been the right spot at the right time, mm. like the right 10 minutes of the day. Like That's right, yeah. The Definitely. day, mm -hmm. you've got to be there on the right day in the, that 10-minute period when they want to chew on the log with the right lure. Yep, that's right. Because there's not as many around in the Murray as there is on like the Murray. The Murray no, is it's a different. lot it's more totally, big It's totally different fishing. The Murray, yes. I mean the Murray is a very unique yes. waterway. They're in there, but geez, they're hard to get. Yeah, they are. Even our even our ways, it's, it's different. It's different, uh, yeah, different rivers. Yeah, very very different. But, but it's, it's good in a way as well. 
Definitely. Yeah, that's right. It, it tests your skills, and it does. Yeah, you've and got to learn. It's, figure it's, out how you to know, go. it's still our favourite style, even though we don't catch a big, big, big fish. It's you know, yeah, the, yeah, just trying to get them fun because you catch them fish all the time. That's right. The river drifts are good fun. Yeah, and, fun. and one thing about those fish in the river and the drifts, we actually uh, part of the part of the complete guide again, the Murray Cod and Golden Perch in Rivers series, which is the most yeah. popular that you had a lot to do with. We yep. filmed the bonus, the bonus yeah, one in that, what a the last that one. Yep. We filmed a session on the river, all caught on camera. Could not do anything wrong, really. We got like really. 17 natives. Oh, yeah, We yeah. got 22, but I think oh, we got that's right. 17, 17 on, camera. on camera. yeah. 16 yep. on camera, yep. I don't know how many made the cut. Oh, from that one day, yep. Yeah, yep. 17 from the day, we got 22 for the trip. That's right. Like after the trip, we just stopped filming and kept fishing. Yeah, that's right, yep. Um, it was one of them that sessions. Was an, if you're keen to see, if you listen to the podcast and you're keen to see some awesome action, mm-hmm. that was in the inflatable boat. It's basically what we just talked about, the yeah. clear water. Yep. Because in the whole day, we're like, yeah, we saw that thing, we saw that fish eat it, we saw this, yep. and we, we talk yeah. about how we get them yep. and what we did and the tips and yep. just awesome action. Um, I think it was 22 fish, we got 11 each, 10 yellows, 10 cod, 2 redfin. That was the right. tally. It was, right. it was pretty, pretty even. It's it good was, memory. Yeah, yeah, it was one of them days. Good memory One of them sessions, that. Yeah. Wasn't that insane? And it's it just good. the conditions are right. But then you also, we do the right things, don't we? Like if you don't know what you're doing Definitely, out there, yeah. you might have only got four or five. Yeah. But yep. if you know what you're doing, you're putting the lures in the right spots for the conditions. Definitely. Sometimes you approach a river and you think, you know, it's just, you're just casting to the logs. Like that's all it is. But it's, it's a lot more than that. I've mm-hmm. found and realised you got to, you know, let your lure sink for that half a second could be, the difference or just one at this little little flick or a little you know a little bit of slack line yeah there's a lot of different things to it mm. yeah and you, it's you not really got to yeah retrieve patterns yeah that you can change they can change yeah. it's, it's it's not like the dams and just cast and retrieve it's you know you got you got to hit your spots yeah definitely and your angles are and, huge and you'll find that, that like people if you you know Blokes like yourself will outfish most people just because you're doing the little little things tiny right. Tiny little the tiny, things. Yeah, like you know that you could be doing something just tiny different, and you're always outfishing everyone. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's why we a part of social fishing is to share stuff. That's why we created those videos, eh? That's right. Yeah, that's to right. To teach those Definitely. small yeah. little yeah. things. The little things sometimes make the biggest difference. Make a huge difference. They do. And then once you start getting one right, you get the next one right, and then you then you start learning from your own, own experiences, and then you build on. You that. just keep building, and then. It, you know, it just fish. keeps getting better and better, really. <laughs> and have some awesome fun. That's right, yeah. Mate, that uh, that's brings us to the end of the, the episode. We've covered quite a lot. We talked. We have. It's been a pretty broad... Yeah, yeah talked a lot about... Yeah, a lot of things. But as we go into future podcasts, we're going to be co-hosting some episodes together. We are, yep. So we're going to be talking about specific techniques and topics. And one that yeah. we will do very soon is wintertime cod. We've sort Sweet. of told some stories um, yeah, we tonight have. about a few things, yep. um, but what we're going to do is we're going to get right in depth on the tactics, the techniques yep. we do, where yep. we fish, why. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be lots of stuff we'll talk about, but mm-hmm. one that will be coming up soon uh, is winter cod because yep. that's the time of year at the that. minute. Definitely. So we're going to we're going to touch on some awesome stuff there. But mate, thanks for joining me tonight. Oh, it was no awesome. Worries, yeah, that was real good. It was good. First one off the off the deck. Yeah, that's good. right. So yeah, first one for you, Tal. Yeah, um, it was very really good. I'm um, really keen for this podcast. It's yeah, gonna it's going to be cool. It's pretty easy going. You just you know just hit, share some stories and yep. share some techniques and yeah, hopefully everyone can get around it and listen to it and enjoy it. Yeah. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, make sure you send them through to us. Definitely. Um, even even send me a message if you want to know some stuff about some gear or it's any. Anything, really. Yeah, and even Instagram. Just What's your Instagram? Just Talos Cottrell underscore. 
pretty easy. Taylor Cottrell underscore. Yes. I love if that little can, underscore if at you the can, end. If you can spell it or... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Anyway, sure jump on the social fishing store if you don't... Uh, not the store, the social fishing website. If you don't yep. know how to spell, tell us the name and it'll be written all over there. Okay. Got articles <laughs> everywhere. Um, yep. So, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. So it's going to be fun. Thanks okay. for joining me tonight. No, we'll go back to that. Thank you. It's good. Really good.